Don't you like beer? Beer, 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 beer. I mean, I love beer. Me love beer. Good morning. It is your Jack FM morning show with Scott cracking one open. <sighs> Pouring it up icy cold on a Wednesday morning. It's hump day. Good for you. You made it to the halfway mark of the week, and if this is for real, you might be able to celebrate next year's Super Bowl without puking off your friend's porch and then falling into the bushes. I mean, I'm not judging. I don't know if that is indeed how you celebrate uh, celebrated the Super Bowl, but if so, I'm not judging. But I'm saying scientists in Denmark say they have figured out how to make non-alcoholic beer that tastes exactly like the real thing. We finally figured out how to make good non-alcoholic tasting beer. Normally, they remove the alcohol by heating the beer up or letting it ferment less, but that tends to make it taste kind of flat, maybe a little bit watery. Well, the new method involves adding molecules called monoterpenoids. Hopefully, I said that right. Monoterpenoids. Computer, how do I pronounce this word? Monoterpenoid. Mono, monoterpenoid. 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 Basically, it adds uh, the hoppy flavor that real beer has, and they claim it is a game changer and that it could be ready for public consumption by October. So great news. We finally figured out how to make non-alcoholic beer that tastes like the real thing. Uh, This is kind of funny. People have been complaining that the popular puzzle Wordle is broken after having two right answers in one day. People are complaining. Too bad! This comes after the New York Times bought the game and moved it to their website. This is New York Times spokesperson Tad Covington issuing an apology. Hi, I'm Tad Covington of the New York Times Wordle division. We'd like to officially apologize for the Wordle glitch earlier this week. Apps are new to us. They're as foreign to us as newspapers to a young person. But we realize if you're a Wordle Nerdle, this glitch affected your Squirtle, as well as the Hordles of Wordle Nerdles, and we apologize. The person responsible has been removed and is back on the Daily Jumble. Let's talk a little bit about space. Space! The final frontier! A mission to explore strange new worlds and seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Any space geek worth his weight and salt knows that I just quoted the beginning of Star Trek and I'm playing Star Wars in the background, which is inexcusable. Nerd alert! But it's all to set the stage for this story. Anybody have uh, $450,000 to spare? That's how much a ticket to space is going to cost you with Virgin Galactic. But before you stress out about money, relax, rest assured, the down payment is only $150,000. So just a drop in the bucket. Sales open today on their website. The flights last about 90 minutes and reach a maximum speed of 2,600 miles per hour. Woo, that's fast. It only includes four passengers and takes uh, takes off out of New Mexico. Passengers will also go through training and get fitted for an Under Armour spacesuit. Purchasing a ticket also comes with other perks like a membership to Virgin Galactic's Community of Future Astronauts, which offers exclusive events, trips, and space readiness activities. What other opportunities? Well, being a Virgin Galactic astronaut also comes with the opportunity to purchase an astronaut edition Range Rover from Land Rover. How are you going to do that after you just spent $450,000 to go into space? You also get an exclusive astronaut wings ceremony. So if all this sounds appealing to you, go to the Virgin Galactic website and fly. Fly, Virgin Galactic. Maybe uh, maybe treat yourself for your birthday. Treat yourself. Do, your, 
do yourself a little favor. Good morning. It is Scotch. Happy Hump Day. Of course, you know where the phrase Hump Day comes from, don't you? <laughs> it's Hump Day. Made it over the hump. Made it to Wednesday. Just a couple more days to go till that sweet, sweet weekend. I'm going to be glad when the Olympics are over and just regular television programming is back on again. Have you noticed when you listen to the play-by-play of various events during the Winter Olympics, some things can appear to be quite provocative, but they really aren't? Huge package. Into the ladies' twizzle section. Backside tail grab. Nice extension to rise to the occasion. And with that, you will see a lot of high-speed bumping. (laughs) One of the longest of any of the members. She really knows how to ride that. Extends that frontside grab. And he pulls it to finalize it. Well, we've got a lot of high-speed bumping ahead on the show today. Here is a health tip for you. Do you have a reusable plastic water bottle? And do you ever leave water in there overnight and then you keep drinking it the next day? Well, time to panic. New report says that you should stop doing that immediately, at least with the reusable soft plastic water bottles. Researchers at the University of Copenhagen, or Copenhagen, analyzed water samples after the water had been in there for 24 hours, and it was loaded with chemicals. (gasps) Yes, they found hundreds of substances, including photo initiators, which can mess with your hormones and potentially cause cancer. And this part might be even worse. They did it again after the bottles had gone through the dishwasher, and there there was even more chemicals in it. Not to freak your beans, but they say it's probably because your dishwasher wears down the plastic and allows it to leach more chemicals into your water. So don't... Don't you do it! Don't touch my radio. My radio dial never strays from... 1019 Jack FM playing what we want. Good morning, it is Scotch in the 1019 bunker held together by epic welding. And far be it for me to drag us into cliched morning show bits, but did I ever say that we were above that? No! Did I ever say that we were any better than that? No. So climb down off of your high horse and wallow around with me in some well-worn territory. Every now and then we come across a strange law from some corner of America. Maybe it's something antiquated. Maybe it's still in the books. Maybe it once had purpose but now seems absurd out of context. Or maybe it never made any sense and has always been ridiculous. That's certainly the case with a lot of these. The people at Zipia compiled a, a list of the strangest laws in the United States, which you may or may not have heard about before. But here's a few of the highlights. It's illegal to send a surprise pizza delivery to somebody's house in Louisiana or anything else that isn't a gift that they're expected to pay for. It's considered harassment. That one actually makes sense. How about it's illegal to throw stones in the District of Columbia and not just at glass houses. It counts for all streets, highways, open spaces, and public areas. No throwing stones. It's illegal to let your donkey sleep in a bathtub in Arizona. The law was was passed due to a random incident in 1924 involving a donkey, a tub, and a flood. It's also illegal to sell, dispose of, give away, or use stink bombs in Alabama. Thinking of doing some fortune-telling in Baltimore, Maryland? Don't you do it! Don't you do it. It's illegal. It's also illegal to scare a pigeon in Massachusetts. People who willfully kill or frighten them can be imprisoned for up to a month or receive a fine of $20. No pigeon scaring. Are you listening in South Dakota this morning? Well, bear this in mind. It is illegal to fall asleep while lying down at a cheese factory in South Dakota. Clearly, there is a story there. Right. But it seems like the origin has been lost. Maybe it was maybe it was meant to help factories work people to the bone. I don't know. 
And finally, it's illegal to throw a ball at someone's head in New York for a laugh. Originally, the law was put into place to protect carnival workers from being harassed, but the law also mentions that it is illegal to throw knives at people. So no knife throwing and no throwing balls at people's heads. So if you're involved in any activity where balls come flying at your face, it's best to live in New York, I guess. Oh, why do you that? I feel like this is my new favorite show. 1019 Jack FM. So this is the weirdest police chase you're likely to see in a while. A 32-year-old woman recently got arrested while tooling around the Orlando airport on a motorized suitcase. The suitcase itself isn't what got her in trouble, though. Her name is Chelsea Alston, and it happened last April, but we're just hearing about it now because a cop's chest cam video just got released. Yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's their policy. You just can't be that intoxicated when you fly in a plane, okay? I'm not that intoxicated. Okay, Chelsea, just, just go to the terminal. She was trying to fly from Orlando to New York, but when she pulled up to her gate on the suitcase, she was hammered and had an empty beer in her hand, so they wouldn't let her fly. And then a bike cop got involved and was very patient with her, got her some water to drink, explained to her that she couldn't fly if she was that drunk. She claimed she wasn't that drunk and started swearing at him and then rode off on her suitcase. Oh man, that thing kind of goes fast. I think I'm faster, but a bike pursuing a suitcase in a minute. It's the officer chasing her through the airport. He did pretty much everything he could do to get her back to the main terminal. Even tried to make it fun by offering to race her to the to the terminal on his bike. She refused though and then spit at him. Chelsea, I'll race you. I'm on a Chelsea. Chelsea, look at me. Chelsea, she's gone. She's gone. She's spit at me. Stop spitting. Do not spit. Do not. Do not. The officer arrested her at this point, then she spit a second time and hit him in the eye. She also caused $1,200 in damage to the back of a cop car and defecated in it. Nice. She's facing several years in prison if convicted. Meanwhile, a woman in Georgia faked two pregnancies to get out of work. It's like that old saying, fool me once with a pregnancy, shame on you. Fool me twice with a pregnancy, you're going to get caught. 43-year-old woman in Georgia named Robin Folsom worked for the state of Georgia as a director of external affairs. Well, in October of 2020, she told HR she was pregnant and then announced that she had given birth in May. She was then awarded seven weeks of paid leave. Well, her story started to unravel, partially because she sent pictures of her new baby to some of her co-workers, and the babies featured in the photos seemed to have varying skin tones. The office conducted an investigation and found that she had not delivered a child and that this wasn't the first time she pulled a similar scheme before, falsely claiming to have given birth in July of 2020. Robin was just indicted on three felony counts of making false statements, and she is also charged with one count of identity fraud, which is also a felony. And there you go. There's your stupid criminals in the news. Feel free to put your tray in the upright position. Feel free to call in sick for work, but don't you dare make fun of my random facts. You hear me? Hey, random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Wednesday. Write them down. Fold them up, shove them down your pants, and then when you need to, whip them out and surprise your coworkers with all of this great wisdom that you've ascertained on the Jack FM Morning Show. Here we go. Your first random fact. The first CD that was made and sold in the U.S. was... Bruce Springsteen's Born in the U.S.A. Came out in 1984. That was the first CD that was ever made and sold in the U.S. Born in the U.S.A. Huge, huge album. A lot of hits in that, too. Dancing in the Dark, Glory Days. Uh, another random fact, cats are the serial killers of the animal world. 
Cats are responsible for killing off at least 33 species of birds, mammals, and reptiles. Stay away from me. Get away from me, you vicious killer! Don't you dare touch me! Stand back! No! No! It's a scary cat. The 16 largest ships in the world produce as much pollution as 800 million cars combined. Uh, Billy Joel was in a two-man rock band called Attila in 1969 and 1970. They only made one album, and it's on multiple lists of the worst rock albums of all time. <laughs> Good thing he went solo. American microbiologist Maurice Hilleman is credited with developing eight of the 14 routine vaccinations used today, including hepatitis A and B, hemophilus influenza type B, chickenpox and measles, mumps, and rubella. He also discovered that chlamydia was not a virus as it was previously thought to be. That is such a pretty name. If I had a daughter, I would have named her chlamydia. Chlamydia, time for supper. Aww. There you go. Random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Wednesday on 1019 Jack FM.